At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies, like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSEN. One of those idiots who believe in analytics. Our number two of a numbers game at VSEN, the Sports Betting Network, VSEN.com, the VSEN app, Fubo, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. It's Gil Alexander, Jeff Parlay back in the fold today, producer number five and eight, Grover Cleveland producers. Jeff, you good? Wedding season. Four weddings in the bank. Yeah, it was a, it, more it, to that, come. that was a that was a great trip that we, that we just had, including your own wedding. Still on the horizon. Yeah, that's uh, we're getting closer. <laughs> still in the plans. We're getting closer. So they said it wouldn't last, Jeff. They said it wouldn't last. Uh, making through, Gil. Nobody said that, but they just say it. Ladies and Players gentlemen, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, from an undisclosed location somewhere in the desert, it's base winner Mark Borchard. How you doing, Mark? Gil, I'm doing good. How are you, man? I'm good. I have a. Uh, I have some season-long stuff that I want to talk to you about. Yes, no's for the playoffs that I sent you, finishing one, two in divisions. But I want to start with today because we usually wait to the end. Sometimes you get uh, sort of truncated on what you talk about. I don't know if you have a play on this big game tonight, but I want to start with your thoughts on the Astros and the White Sox. And it is Justin Verlander and Dylan Cease. Uh, the two pitchers that rank first and second, Verlander being first, Cease being second, in the American League in ERA, Verlander 1.85, Cease 1.96. And according to Elias, the Elias Sports Bureau, it's just the third matchup of starting pitchers with sub 2.00 ERAs with a minimum of 20 starts since Major League Baseball lowered the mound back in 1969. So this is pretty historic tonight, even before we get on the field. The total is at seven. The Astros are short favorites. Do you have a play? And if not, what are your thoughts here? Gil, I, I personally don't have a play, but why are we still using ERA? No, I'm just teasing. I know. You. I'm just, I'm I know. just giving you. I'm just giving you a hard time. No, it's, hey, Elias, um, it's one. It's one measure, but you, you and I don't typically care about it. Yes. So, so kind of the way I see this game from a model standpoint, I've got the White Sox at minus one ten. So that would indicate maybe a, a slight lean to the White Sox. But one thing about Verlander is, is I don't think my ratings give him enough credit. I use uh, you know strikeout percentage, walk percentage, and ground ball rate, where uh, his base winner ERA is only thirty fifth out of one hundred and fifty pitchers. So uh, one thing that that doesn't take into account for is how he's able to suppress. Uh, power, ISO power, and, and home runs and hits as well. So I don't think I, I, that metric gives him enough credit. I also have him with a location plus number, and I'm, I'm finding some real utility with this particular metric, and you can get it uh, at The Athletic 
Uh, it's called the Location Plus metric. And Verlander's in the 95th percentile of starters, where Cease is only in the 24th percentile. So I think that there's some you know, torn between two models type situation, Gil. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah. so that for those, for those reasons, I'm not going to play it. I, you know, the, the under looks somewhat appealing, but it's priced right. I, I've got it, you know, seven runs and, uh, you know, it's a good, it's going to be a good game though. I, th- I think it'll be enjoyable to, to view. Torn between two models. Um, I believe that was a hit back in the day, wasn't it? That was, that yeah. was. And, and that's kind of, sometimes you get like that when you're, when you're handicapping, whether, whatever sport it is. AL Cy Young. What, what's the best bet on the board? Speaking of Gosh. those two guys. Well, my numbers really like Otani, but I mean, it's just like, it's so out of favor with, with the, 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 the public and they like Verlander. But I mean, if you're, if you're just looking at strikeouts and walk percentage, it's, it's gotta be, it has to be Otani. You know, he threw six straight double digit strikeout games yeah. and Ray didn't do that. And, and you know, as much as I love Robbie Ray, he didn't do that last year and yeah. he won the Cy Young. So in my, in my mind, it's, it's Otani. I know I'm kind of in the minority there. Gil. No, it's, it's, it's a fascinating subject right? Because it's, I don't know if I said this yesterday or Friday, I think it was yesterday where I was like, okay, so what we're saying is if Otani gets to 35 homers, he needs like nine more. If he gets to 35 homers, just going to throw out a number and he's well on his way to 200 strikeouts. Like we're legitimately, now I'm going to MVP, right? We're legitimately fatigued because that's the word that people are throwing around. Like seriously, after one year, we're fatigued. A guy who could hit 35 homers at the plate and and strike out 200 batters on the mound literally like three seasons ago before you know three seasons ago I was hypothetically right ahead of the Otani curve saying things like if this guy hits I don't know 20 homers and has a 3.7 ERA shouldn't he be the MVP like literally was saying that on air and now we've come all the way to Dude, he could hit 35 homers and strike out 200 batters, and he's like not in favor to use your to use your expression. It's so ridiculous. That is, yeah, to, no, I, that is to take I, nothing I, away from Aaron Judge, who has been spectacular, right? So, like, I'm no one's going to cry if Aaron Judge was MVP. But I'm just saying that's how ridiculous that logic is. Well, the, the, they better get used to it because he's going to be around for a while, yeah. barring injury. I mean, that's I mean, I, I, don't, I can't. I can't see that as a legitimate argument to not give him an award. It's just, it's just dumb, but yeah. that's, that's just my opinion. Yeah. What, yeah. what did you bet today? What do you have? You know, I'm going to go with the Padres. I, I think that, you know, Manea has been kind of up and down this year, but if you look at the location, he's a lot better than Cabrera. Cabrera's at a 0.6 BBK and the Padres, the way they've assembled this team, you know, their plate discipline is number one in baseball. And uh, I think that's going to be really important facing Cabrera here. So I'm going to go with the Padres. I'll lay a little bit of sauce minus 147. And then I'm going to go with the Braves too. I like Morton a lot better than, than Walker. Uh, Walker to me still needs to prove himself. I think his median is, is, is below average from a, from a run suppression standpoint or, or above average in a bad way. And I've got, I've got Atlanta price at like minus 197 here. I also like the giants tonight. I'm going to go with the giants. Uh, my model has it priced at my minus 140. So those are kind of the three sides that I, that I like today. Yeah. What is it? I got a tweet this morning. Somebody made some ridiculous, somebody made some futures bet on the giants uh, somewhere. I don't know. Uh, people were joking. Was that Gil making it? It wasn't me. Um, but it was. And he uh, has a show called The Numbers Game, which he <laughs> that's hosts. Right. That's the guy who did it. Uh, this was the bet was on the Giants. This is uh, tweeted out by, uh, I don't know, points. Oh, well, he's, his, I won't say his uh, handle. But he says, one better at Circa yesterday wagered $1,000 on the Giants to win the NL pennant at 500 to 1. That would win $500,000. Giants currently six games back in the wild card. So, yeah. Well, I've I've got them with a 14.6 chance to get into that wild card game, Gil. So plus go. 583 and I think that uh I think that they were like plus 700 you, you sent me some of the odds this morning. Yes. So I think that that's still a a a, a decent uh a decent play to to make to make the playoffs. Okay. You're getting value with it. So let's get to those. But again, your your plays for today are what again? Padres and Giants and what was the other? Pa- Padres, Giants and uh who was the other? Uh, Atlanta. Atlanta. Okay. Um, and by the way, per your numbers, like the absence of Tatis versus getting him back in the, in the Padres lineup, quantify that if you could for us, like what's the, what's the hit that they take hypothetically on that? 
I would say it's about a game and a half just from a number standpoint. Okay. I don't think it's that much. Okay. That's why I ask. All right. Let's get to those things that I sent you. And, and rather than going through them team by team, let's start with the yes, no playoffs. What were your favorite of all the teams in contention, right? We're not talking about the Royals here or anything, but of all the teams that are listed at, at shops like DraftKings uh, that are in contention, what was your favorite numbers now, either to the yes or to the no on any of these clubs? I didn't really, I didn't really get a chance to look at oh, it, okay. Gil. Sorry. Right. Yeah. So maybe, no maybe you could put a couple out there for All me, right. and I can tell you what percentages are. Well, as a matter of fact, I will. Text Mark Borchard doesn't look at him. Still mad. I at did, me. I did, but I can't, I can't, mem- I couldn't memorize him. Still mad at me for being on the phone all night that night we went to dinner. Uh, <laughs> let's go to the Orioles, baby. Yes, plus four fifty to make the playoffs. I only have them with a 4% oh, chance. You hate so, the Orioles. Yeah. They, what what well, does they, your numbers not like about the Orioles? Well, they're, they're starting pitching, their bullpen's kind of average, and their hitting's kind of a little bit below average. Other so than other that, than, Mrs. Lincoln. Other than that, they're great, yeah. yeah well, well the, plus they play in that division. That division's tough. That's a hard division to play in. I want to revisit this in three weeks. Mark, what's your numbers on the Orioles now? Um, okay. 4%. How, how about, yeah, I was going to say. All right, how about the Cardinals, who traditionally your numbers hate? But the Cardinals right now are yes at minus three twenty to uh, to make the playoffs. And remember, with a team like the Cardinals, they can get in two different ways, right? That's the rub. Currently, a two game lead on the Brewers, but if they sink below that, they're also right on the cusp of a wild card. Though they'd be on what's, the outside. What's right the now. what's the plus side on that, Gil? Ah, the plus side. The no, in other words, plus two fifty. Yeah, I think that's the way to go. I've got them with a forty nine percent. 49.7% chance to win the division, 163 to get into the wild card. So it's like 66%, which would be like minus 194. So yeah, but the, the plus, uh, plus 250 would be good. All right. And the that's giant, good, the giant's price. yes was seven to one. What did you say? 14% chance? Yeah. 14.6 or so 583. So there's value there with the giants. All right. Uh, how about the white Sox? This is, this is close to a coin flip. The yes is a bit of a favorite at minus 150. We don't look the white Sox. Perennially hyped, it seems, preseason. Um, they are four games above 500 now. They are two games, along with the Twins, two games behind the Guardians in the AL Central, but on the outside looking in when it comes to a wild card position. But there's two ways for them to get in. So, right, I have them 35.6% chance to win the division. I actually like Cleveland, 46.9. That's that's kind of who I like to win that division as as of this date. But the, the White Sox, 35.6 to win division, 21% exactly to win the wild card. So, or to get in by the wild card, card rather. So 56.6, which would put it at about like minus 130. So I don't think there's value on either side there, Gil. All right, and the Phillies' no was plus 265. I'm just trying to think of a juicy one. Like, what team do you not like? Mariners plus, one, Philly, plus 390. Phillies' no. Phillies' no plus 265. So I have a 67% chance to get in. So that would be minus 203, two odds uh, on, on the yes. Uh, so, yeah, the no is good there, plus 265. And then what you said, the, uh, the Seattle. Seattle uh, no is plus 390. Oh, Seattle! Seattle's eighty-nine percent chance to. Oh, this is eighty-nine percent chance to win the wild card. One percent chance to win the division. So ninety percent chance would give. It should be minus nine hundred. Yes. It's amazing how tight this is, right? Like they're they're the number one wild card team right at this moment, but they are, you know, three games from being bounced entirely. Mark, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. My pleasure, Gil. Thanks. Coming back, more NFL props on the other side. Numbers Game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. 
Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. The Numbers Game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN College Football Guide is out now, and our NFL Guide drops next week. Our experts provide profiles of every team with team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Remember, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guides is to become a VSIN all-access subscriber. Sign up on our discounted football special and get all access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175 or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. It's Gil Alexander. Jeff Parlay is here as well. Jeffrey, you know, the other thing uh, I was thinking about with this Tom Brady stuff, because we talked about how there has been no shortage of bets that we've hit here on this show this year which is awesome, right? Ole Miss, College World Series, Warriors to win the NBA title, Paolo Banquero going number one. I mean, Iga, three different titles. All of these things are awesome. Some of those more awesome than others. You know which one I forget about? Remember when we were on air, you and me, and we were betting Tom Brady to announce his retirement, and we just kept banging it? It was like plus 455, plus 390, plus 335, plus 275. We did like four times, and we cashed the bet. Now think about how many turns that has taken since then. It's amazing. First of all, he comes out of retirement. We still got paid because he announced it. Can't take money out of our accounts. But the people who went against that had to be, you know, angry about it because they're like, oh, he's playing even though he announced it. But now in the end, who knows what we're seeing? We don't know. We know nothing. What do you think? What's your gut telling you right now? Oh, he plays. Does he play week one? Yeah, I do think so. You think it's, you think it's all? Well, if I'm going to put my tinfoil hat on for a second. I'm asking you to do so. What's on Sunday Night Football week one? There you go. The Bucks and the Cowboys. Do you think the league will be happy if Tom Brady... <laughs> <laughs> does not play, and we are stuck watching Blaine Gabbert. Does Lee have anything else? To, Lee have anything else to worry about these days? That I don't know. I, I think that will be. It's kind of like the Stafford thing on Thursday Night Football, where I'll put my put put the tinfoil hat on again. Where if Matthew Stafford is able to play, Matthew Stafford's going to play. We're not going to be stuck watching John Wolford in Week One. Still a little a little more sports talk radio here, but this has betting implications too. Like, so if I'm asking you to put your tinfoil hat on about Deshaun, what do you think happens here? By the way, the 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 reason that this is delayed again on Deshaun Watson is because they are trying to see if Deshaun Watson's camp. I love that. Do you have a camp, Jeff? You'll know you'll made you've made it when you have a camp. Uh, Deshaun Watson's camp. Can can they settle with the NFL? Can they come to some agreement on a number of games? And what we know or what we believe to be the case based on reports is that Watson is willing to accept an eight-game suspension, last we heard reported, 
and the NFL wants to go full throttle, full season, if not full calendar year, we're hearing, right? Depends on the, uh, the terminology. So I guess what we're to, I guess what we're left with is that they can't agree on 12. Is that essentially what, what, what the takeaway from all that? Watson, the NFL and Watson can't come to terms on a compromise. Well, you know, you're in a weird, the whole thing has been ridiculous from the get-go. Yeah. But if you're Watson's camp, why would you compromise at this point with what with the, what former Judge Robinson came down with with the six? So just I, so just wait for the year and then sue. I would I I would yes that's probably that's the way what, I would do it. Because that's what's going to happen at this point. That's which what's is more than likely going to happen. But again, does that mean Deshaun Watson plays Week One? No, because because no. the six game thing is decided. The on. six games because they didn't appeal. Because they said in advance, whatever Sue Robinson says, we're not appealing this. And they held true to that. By not appealing, that is your tacit acceptance of the first six games. As I understand it. And by the way, as I understand it is a very weak phrase for me on this. But as best I understand it, that's the story. That he is definitely not playing the first six weeks of the season. And again, remember, the schedule really favors the Browns those first four weeks anyway. They get it really super easy at the beginning. So whether that's Jacoby Brissett or whoever, Jacoby Brissett, by the way, first on the depth chart now if you're scoring at home for the Cleveland Browns. But but apparently that's, you know, and that's why I thought the NFL should have taken the stance and just been like, okay, six, just let's move on. But no, now it's going to be protracted. Now it's going to be a year because, again, their reaction to being, this is all because they sucked at, at disciplining domestic issues in the past, Right. Botched Ray Rice, botched, botched Josh Brown before that. I would even argue botched Ezekiel Elliott, right? They overcompensated on Ezekiel Elliott. But here we are. So we'll see. This is still all from that. And um, listen, I, I get it. But on the other hand, now it's going to be protracted. I also think the suspension length for Trevor Bauer also is playing a role here. Trevor Bauer, two years. We brought that up as well. All right, what do you have here, sir? Betting-wise, what do you got? Okay, so how about we, we see this in college football now where we see conference win totals. Oh, I like this. So now we're seeing division win totals in the National Football League. We'll start in the AFC East. By the way, AFC North numbers not not in existence right now. I was going to say, like, immediately I thought to myself, what's the Colts? Is it five and a half? We'll, we'll get to Indy in a second. Okay. But the AFC North, just throwing it out there, non-existent. Okay. Start with the AFC East here and and – Without a shock, the Buffalo Bills have the biggest number at four and a half. Now, Gil, mm. I thought the juice was wrong here. Seeing a plus number on Buffalo to win five games in division, in a division where they are clearly much better than the other three teams. Now, the big concern would be obviously week 18. Does Buffalo need the game against New England? Well, that's what it is. That's the big concern. Are they 5-0 and before Week 18? You hit on it. That Week 18 game is precisely why this is priced as it is. Because you got to assume one loss in five, right? Whether it's an at Miami and at New England, whatever it is, let's assume one loss. But but that, what, what's the last game, at New England? No, it's a home game home against, game against New, New England. Right, so at New England or at Miami before that, let's assume one in five. You know what they say about assuming. But that Week 18 game, if they're as good as the markets project them to be and as prognosti- prognosticators project them to be, then they won't have anything to play for because they may very well just be the number one seed or have their seed fixed. So why bother? So I don't know that that price is actually that off. I, I don't see them losing a division game before Week 18. Dude, you know, I, you know how these things go. I know. I know. Okay. You remember how they, I lost? They, 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 lose, they lose the game in Miami was, week. This, week was, this was not a division game last week, but remember how I lost Survivor last week? Jacksonville 9, Buffalo 6. We'll see you next week, everybody. Yeah, yes, the uh, the most perplexing uh, result of the entire season. But I, I just I just don't see it. The other three teams, the numbers feel right. Yeah, I can't bet those. Uh, I, Miami being flat on both sides for three. That's right. New England three with heavy juice on the under makes sense. The Jets with the under being a slight favorite of two makes sense. Well, that's how I was going to ask you, where do you stand on your Jets? Well, I just got my answer. No, I, I two and four in a division, one and five in a division yeah, feels right. They're just going to be the Jets. They're just 
probably – I think they'll win the home games against Miami, New England, and go 2-4 and four in division. That's I love that DraftKings puts these up, though. Good, creative bets here. Because as you said, we've had these for college, per conference, but not per division in the NFL. What's next here? What division? There we go. This is what I'm looking for. Wait a minute. Hold everything. The yes, Colts I... are three and a half over minus 180? Three and a half? Yes. I mean, I get the juice. Don't get me wrong. But I would lay that juice in a heartbeat. So you 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 mean to tell me that between the Titans, Jaguars, and Texans, they're not going to go four and two? I don't. I, I would take the over here in a heartbeat. You know, this was another. These divisions, they, at least the, the 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 AFC South was the one where the numbers were a little bit weird to me. I agree with you. I think that should have been a four. It should have been with, four and a half minimum. Here's I, here's the thing. I get it. We we live in our little. We have to fill content every day, right? Five days a week, and so we hear. Oh, I'm so bullish on the Jaguars. You know, people are like, oh, Jaguars. They're the best bet on the board. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Slow down, everybody. The one thing that I will say is the first two games of the year. So Matt Ryan's first two games playing real games in this system are the road games against the bad teams in this division at Houston, at Jacksonville. We know their history in Jacksonville. They haven't won there in eight years, despite the Jaguars being awful for most of that period. That would be the only concern, that they trip up one of those two games and then have to basically be perfect the rest of the way. But here's the other thing. I think they're sweeping Tennessee. So I don't even think it matters if they lose to Houston week one or Jacksonville week two. Only, I'm with they, you. I would lay the minus go, 180. Yeah, on they only got to go four and two. I like that bet. The other one is I, I don't, don't say I'm ridiculous here. I actually would consider betting Houston over two. I think push is worst case scenario there. I think they're beating Tennessee once. They're beating Jacksonville at least once, and it won't shock me if they pull the stunner week one. This is my only response. Is I'm not going to tell you you're ridiculous. My response to you would be this: Do you really want to live through that bet? Well, I, that's a very valid question. <laughs> just, just from a lifestyle, mental standpoint, do you really want to live through that bet? I, I think I'm with Aaron, with with Aaron shots though on on Houston. Like they won't be good, but they will win a few games. They're probably not supposed to this year. Hey, it's the NFL. I'm sure you're right about that. Some bets I just don't want to have. Coming back with Adam Burke making an appearance on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com to check the current betting splits data. If you want to know where the money and bets are moving every game, the betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits, yet another way that VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game. At vsin.com. It's Gil Alexander. Look who just walked in the door. That's the beauty of doing a show here at the uh, South Point on the tip of the strip. It's the Bear from ESPN's College Game Day, Stanford Stephen the Bear podcast, and of course, Daily Wager, Chris Felica. How you doing, man? You good? Just uh, met up with uh, Dave Sharpan out there before the show. Yeah, yeah he's hang, hanging him. out I down there. Met him for the first time. He sent me a text last night after the uh, saw I was here for Daily Wager and wanted to meet up last night, and I was like, I'm going to. I'm going to be toes up pretty earlier tonight. I'm still a little beat <laughs> off of the, uh, the late, late arrival the other night. And he's like, oh. I told him I'm coming to do the show. He's like, I'll meet you tomorrow morning. Uh, uh, great, great chatting with him. Just bad news. We saw coming over the uh, crawl. If you had any thoughts, uh, Pete Carrill, the old Princeton coach, dies at age 92. Man, should have been the first 16 to beat a one. Oh. Near, near, nearly, I shouldn't say should have. Nearly was with that great Georgetown-Princeton game. And I saw Alan Boston, who is a, obviously a basketball junkie, Ivy Leaguer as well. He like, had very nice series of tweets about Pete Carrill and what he meant to his his life and growing up as a, as a student as well. So you follow Alan Boston or check out his yeah. tweets on that. Really nice stuff. 1989, 16-1 seed. I was a huge, yep. you know, Georgetown kid. Lonzo Mourning, was it a foul? Was it a foul? The, the, the Was it a foul on that last play? Who was the best player on Princeton that day? Do you remember his name? Sure. George Leftwich. Yes. 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 All right. Hang out with us. We're going to talk to Chris here momentarily. Adam Burke joins us. Uh, one of the toughest gets. Jeff, would you say toughest get on this show is getting Adam Burke on the show? Where would you rank him? Uh, I think I think uh, the bird actually was the toughest get. Who was? Ian Eagle. Oh, well, we got him. Ian Eagle. Ian Eagle, yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Adam Burke, who uh, does it all here, the greatest 
uh, baseball writer, betting-wise, that you will ever find, and also does a whole bunch of college football as well. Uh, and a Cleveland Guardians fan, by the way, joins us. How you doing, Adam? You know what? I've uh, I've actually been better because through the first three months of the baseball season, I was up 16 units, and since the start of July, I'm down 16 units. Ooh. So I guess that's just the uh, MLB roller coaster ride yeah. embodiment of my season. I guess, Adam, I believe that's called baseball. Yeah, it's yes. it is tough. Well, let me ask you about your Guardians. How do you feel about them getting to the postseason? Obviously, heavily contested all year long, two game lead right now over both the Twins and the White Sox. Would you bet them? Yes. No. Uh, would you bet them yes to make the playoffs? Would you bet them to win the division? Well, I think it's kind of tough. I mean, from a fan standpoint, I've had my heart ripped out many times as a Cleveland fan. So I'm I'm kind of jaded in that respect, just sort of waiting for the other shoe to drop with a team that, frankly, I don't think is all that good. But I also don't think the Twins are very good. And the White Sox have underperformed all season long. So somebody's going to have to win this division. And, and perhaps it will be Cleveland. But I wouldn't make that bet. I, I still... For whatever reason, maybe I'm an idiot. I don't know. That's certainly a possibility. But for whatever reason, I feel like the White Sox still find a way to get this thing done. I mean, they're still the most talented of those three teams, I think. They have maybe the best bullpen. They definitely have the best rotation, at least on paper. And offensively, they're still pretty talented, even without Tim Anderson. So for whatever reason, I think Chicago still does it. But uh, again, I think it's, it's hard to put your money on the White Sox right now. And I already did that at the All-Star break anyway. Yeah, it's it, it's worth noting what you just said there, what you alluded to. There's still more than a quarter of a baseball season to go, right? Like it's interminable. The season still has enough runway where even some outlandish, like I'm just thinking about all the awards that are out there. Is there one where you think somebody totally off the radar could still win? Yeah, that's a really good question. I mean, you know, obviously if we could talk about injury and the possibility of that, that's certainly a concern, but you know, I mean, look, I, I kind of talked about Dylan Cease at 25 to one to win the AL Cy Young when he was coming up on a really, really weak second half schedule. And now he finds himself, of course, uh, as the second favorite. It'll be interesting to see what happens today in that match against Justin Verlander. But I will say, you know, just kind of given the player sample size that we have now, it would take a really significant slump for somebody to fall out of one of the top two spots and a really significant, you know, Paul Goldschmidt-esque run for somebody to make a move up the odds board. So I don't necessarily think that that'll be a possibility, except for maybe something like the rookie of the year, where perhaps, you know, in the American league, that could kind of swing a little bit. But other than that, I don't think anybody comes from too far off the pace now. Do you mind if we have Chris uh, jump in here? What, what was your Dylan Cease take? What is your take on this? I, I just don't get the price difference between Dylan Cease and Shohei Otani for, as the, in terms of the check, second choice in the AL Cy Young market. Like, I actually wrote some numbers down. If you look at, Otani and Cease, Otani 12.7 Ks for nine, Cease 12.2, Whip Otani 1.06, 1.14, K strikeout to walk ratio, six to one for Otani, 3.2 for Cease, opponent slugging percentage 2.265 for Otani, 306 for Cease. Now, Cease does have a better ERA, and his team is obviously in the playoff contention, and Otani is not. But it's like, I don't understand how Cease is the second choice at two to one, and Otani somewhere around 25 to one. That I don't get. I'm not saying that Otani should win, right? But how is there such a massive difference in the market? Yeah, there. I mean, listen. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Adam. Uh, I, I mean, look, it's a fair question. I mean, also, I mean, Dylan Cease hasn't allowed more than one earned run since May 24th on a start. So, you know, a lot of times these things are kind of. You know, there's a lot of recency bias to them, as we know. But I mean, this is a historical note for Dylan Cease that voters can kind of latch on to. Obviously, you know, Shohei is a daily historical note that they can latch on to. But I think just the fact that Cease. He hasn't given up more than a run in a start since June 9th. So you know, I think it's just kind of one of those things where you get some recency bias that kind of leaks in where he's doing something that we really haven't seen since what Jake Arietta in the second half of what was that the 2016 season? 20 was it 2015 or 2016? Yeah, one of those seasons. It was 15. Yeah. The great 2015 season of Jake Arietta. Uh, did you have any baseball plays for today, Adam? Did you make any plays? Still looking through the card for right now, but I think something that's kind of interesting here is that, uh, you know, and I know that you're an ardent market watcher in a lot of sports where a lot of underdog money has been coming in here of late on the Major League Baseball board, where I think a lot of the modeling crowd just sort of sees a lot of these favorites as being overpriced right now. You know, they feel like there's some value on the dog, and it's very hard to bet a lot of these underdogs right now, especially with kind of the big difference between the teams that are really good and the teams that are really bad. But one that I am kind of looking at here a little bit, 
I think JP Sears for the Oakland A's is a really good pitcher. And he's a guy I would definitely want to back more at home as opposed to on the road. But taking on a Texas team that has not hit right-handed pitching all season long, they've done well against lefties. And I think that's why we get Sears here, excuse me, as a little bit of an underdog in this game. Obviously, a strange situation for Texas, firing Chris Woodward yesterday. They won two to one yesterday in a game where Glenn Otto walked six guys, only struck out one, gave up a home run to the number nine hitter who's batting like 220, and they still found a way to win the game two to one. So, I think when the Rangers win, it's kind of just a fortunate occurrence more than anything else. Hmm. So I do think Oakland is pretty live here today. All right. Athletics plus 110, the number we're showing uh, on the screen. All right, uh, Adam, I always talk about how you write the greatest baseball stuff that I've ever read, and I really sincerely mean this. But you don't all, you're not a one-trick pony. You write about other things, college football being perhaps chief among the others. You you did something really interesting here uh, that people can access, I believe, at vsin.com, which is helping people with college football power rankings. Is that the case? Yeah, so this is actually a free piece over at vsin.com, and I'm happy that it is, and I'll be doing a weekly update of my power ratings as the season goes along here. But it's a very basic set. I mean, I, I know people, you know, people like Brad Powers, they have 10 different spreadsheets full of power ratings. I only have one, but it's something that kind of gives you a guide. It gives you an idea of, you know, where a line should be in your mind. Then you can compare it to the market number. And it also having a set of power ratings keeps you grounded, right? You know, you can go through, look at games of the year. You can look at season win totals and all of that, kind of get a feel for where these teams should be. And I grade the position groups. I grade them relative to their conference strength and relative to their national strength and wind up coming up with a power rating on the teams where, look, 30% of my power rating is the offensive and defensive lines. 60% of my power rating is the two lines, the quarterback and the coaching. So that's what I do to kind of get my thoughts together on these teams and then produce my own lines for every game. Usually do that before the games actually get played for the previous week, just so that I can kind of see where my numbers should be prevents me from overreacting to what we see because college football can be very high variance. I mean, there's 131 teams, big talent gaps between the teams, turnover margins can have a big impact, stuff like that. So it keeps me grounded. It keeps me from overreacting to one data point. And it's been something that I've used for a long period of time, trying to get out in front of some numbers, just trying to sort of see where I'm different from the market. And it's something I think anybody can do if they pick up the preseason magazines and kind of start grading these position groups looking at their stats, looking at their personnel, the transfer portal, all of that. All right, we have 30 seconds. What's your favorite season-long college football bet that you made? Favorite season win total bet I've made here so far is Air Force over. I think Air Force should be favored in all 12 of their games. I think they're a really, really good team. Uh, I like their season win total over. I think it's eight and a half still out there in the market. I have them for 9.93 wins this season. Okay. Adam, we appreciate it, man. Great seeing you. Great talking Absolutely. to you. Absolutely. Take care, Gil. Adam Burke, everybody, at Skating Tripods. Just celebrated an anniversary. Happy anniversary to uh, Adam and his lovely wife. You like Air Force over? I do. I think there are a lot of haves and have-nots in the Mountain West. The bottom of the Mountain West oh, it's could brutal. be really bad, so I think you, you pick up a, a lot of gimme wins there. That was who, who did I have on that was just pounding on the— uh, Bud, El- Bud Elliott. Bud Elliott. He was just pounding on the bottom of the Mountain West. That's exactly right. Chris Valik is in studio. We'll talk to him next on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. 
We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sports books, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk free tokens. If you're planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20. MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards, sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Skill Alexander. We get tweets at Beating the Book. Always appreciate the, uh, the feedback on all this. And uh, let's see. What do we got here? This is from Z Free. Just gave Aaron Rodgers and uh, Nikola Jokic back-to-back MVPs, and now they're fatigued on Otani. I hear you, brother. Cricket Man, I enjoy listening to your, uh, your head kick in on a possible bet. Weird and cool instant breakdown of pro and con helps to be wired that way. Uh, but I analyze everything. Great work. My stake has definitely benefited from Beeson. Thank you, Cricket Man. And then this is for you, Chris. By the way, Chris Felica, ladies and gentlemen, has uh, stopped by in studio. You may know him as the Bear from ESPN's College Game Day, Stanford Stephen the Bear podcast, and of course, Daily Wager. This is from AJ Fiore. He says, Hey, Gil. Will uh, Chris be taking the Gilmobile for a ride <laughs> for a ride to the Arizona border today after the show? That's excellent uh, can, memory. Can, 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 I, can I borrow it? I'm, I'm free until I got to do Matt Human's show this afternoon, and then I have Daily Wager later tonight. So I got I got a couple hours to live bet some Cincinnati tennis. You're not going to believe me when I say this. You want to go? But it's in the shop. No. Yeah. You know how long it's been in the shop? A month. Dude. Month. First of all. I get banged up, right? I'm at a red light. Someone hits, hits us from behind. For two months, I'm driving it around banged up. Luckily, I was this fortunate that I could still right. go. And now a month, I still don't have it back. Well, we found something else. It's like supply chain. Hell. Oh, of course, yeah. It's uh, understandable. So I'd love to give you the car, but uh, yeah. Well, maybe we'll head over go. to McCarran and get a nice little <laughs> Avis or Hertz or National. Oh, head on over? And we'll live, live bet some tennis. Hmm. Speaking of tennis, yes. you bet some U.S. Open. I did, yeah. I played. Um, I played Yannick Center at fourteen to one to win the men. Just because. Did you? It was funny. I was talking with someone about the obviously the draw hasn't come out, and I was thinking about I'm like, hey, here's here's I'm thinking about doing, and and, and he was like, I, I think Center should be second choice behind Medvedev I mean, because we don't know if Nadal's healthy. He, Alcaraz, his game right now, Sinner just destroyed him. Was it over at Umag? Is that where the the yeah. match which we mm-hmm. beat him? And he's like, I think Sinner should be second choice. So I got him at fourteen to one. Um, took a, a flyer as well on the women's side on Quinlan Zhang, and she's eighty to one. Look, so Emma Raducanu won the thing last year as a qualifier. Yeah, she she and we've had this conversation too. Who do you trust on the women's side other than Iga? Nobody, and and even oh she's. 
She's in a slump. She can't keep that 37-match uh, win streak level up the entire year. It's so funny when she when she had the sneak when she had the streak broken. Heller, people were like, oh yeah, in your face Overrated. skill. In your face yep. skill. I'm like, um, <laughs> really? Did you think this was gonna last forever? No, but the it, so you you just mentioned. Now let me just you know, go back to what Chris just mentioned. So he just made a a bet on uh, on. Xin Zhen Zhang on the on the lady side, young Chinese player who we have bet on to great success actually this year uh, on her. Now, for those who are listening to me talk about my U.S. Open bets on Friday, if you were a keen listener, you know that uh, I have the Iga bet from back the night that Ash Barty retired at seven to one, and I added Beatrice Haddad Maya at fifty to one, and I said. At that time, I'm like, there's one other player I'm waiting for a number <laughs> on, and that's who it is. Shin wow. Zhen Zhang. 80 to 1 is where I, where I, where I got her at. It's, by the way, spelled, just because people yeah. are like, wait, how do you spell it? Q-I-N-W-E-N. Last name is Z-H-E-N-G. We've been on her many times. She is spectacular. The question is, Serve can she... Now. A little. She just needs those. Once you get a big win, like the confidence comes. Mm-hmm. I don't know that she has that win quite yet. She did beat Bianca. We yep. bet against. We bet on yep. her against Bianca last week, uh, and that worked out. By the way, what about Bianca? Do you you just don't? She's because she's the other one that like you could you see want, it. You want to I mean she's won it before, and you'd love to yeah. see her get back to the level. But it just it just seems like while physically she appears to be in shape, but she's not like in match shape. I don't think yet. Like right. there's something where she just again. Yeah. Doesn't seem to be getting over the hurdle, and I bet Coco too at twelve to one. And that's the other one. Who like Coco's the other one. Like, I and, and I, this whole this whole thing, I think, was stemmed by a couple, uh, last week. I was saying something about along the lines of like, how is Naomi Osaka second choice? Right. Like, what I mean, what is she? She hasn't played. I think she's losing to uh, Chen Shuang, Shuang Zheng, uh, again today. I uh, I mentioned on primetime action last week. Who who's the other woman out there that I would make a bet on? Coco was the answer. Coco's the answer. Twelve so we'll to one. See. We'll see. It's tough. But but it is like we've literally mentioned almost every player that could possibly win. I guess there's Ons and I guess there's Halep, but I'm not betting either of them. Yeah. So um, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about some college football plays you made. You yeah. made some alternate season win total? No, I, well, they were just conference win total bets. Oh, okay. And unfortunately, I didn't. I wouldn't get an opportunity to make them here because Chris's numbers are too good. You know, so. some, Bud said that. But Elliot said the same thing. He, he goes, he goes. Shout out to to the South Point because their numbers are like tight. Yeah, because basically I paid the extra juice and the on, and to get under one and a half for uh, for Duke ACC wins and under two and a half for a Georgia Tech ACC wins in there one flat and two flat here uh, at South Point. So I, I paid the extra juice. Like like you look at Duke's schedule. They got what did I, yeah one and a half for Duke. Got at Georgia Tech. I mean, can they? They'll probably be about a 10 or 11 point dog at Georgia Tech. Maybe they win that game, but who else are they beating? They're going to beat Brennan Armstrong in, in Virginia? No. They're going to beat North Carolina? No. They're going to beat Virginia Tech? No. By end of the year, they get Wake Forest at home. Department will be back. Like, I don't see two ACC wins for the Blue Devils there. And then Georgia Tech, I know they've completely revamped their coaching staff, and uh, Sim supposedly has taken a step forward, but again, you got to win three ACC games. Yeah, you, so basically, you're saying you need to beat Duke in Virginia at mm-hmm. home in that two-week stretch, and then you've got to find a win either at Florida State or Virginia Tech. Is that that's it? So I'm just looking at their schedule, and this and this is yeah. with them not having to play Clemson, Florida mm-hmm. State, or NC State, right. even right. So they 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 don't get the the good end of the scheduling. Well, they do, do they do, and they have, and they still can't get it. I know this has like only been going on for a few years, but have you found that your success doing conference season win totals is better than full yes. season? Yeah, I found that last I, yeah. last year. I, I found I did really well uh, with the with the conference win totals, and just because it's it's more easy. Yeah, to put because your you around. you you eliminate. Yeah, it's like you throw away a third of the season on the non conference where you can get an upset. Like like Northern Northern Illinois was a perfect example of that last year. I played them under the season win total last year, and they pulled a couple of upsets, and I was done. Whereas like the Texas season conference win total, I think they were I think they were five in the, in the Big Twelve. That went under easily. It also gets rid of that you know that Oregon Auburn season mm-hmm. opener, yep. right? For those yeah, two teams, exactly. that kind of thing. Yeah, no, I, I I really like the cut because you can just focus on kind of what you know, like you, with, 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 like Vandy's another great a great example, like. Is Vandy is a team that I would actually, if you can find two, 
like for a regular season win total, I'd play over just because they, they should manage to win the first two regular seasons. I think they have Elon in Hawaii, and then they got a game against Northern Illinois. Maybe they can get the third win there, but you trust them to win an SEC game. I don't. No, they'll be dogs in every single one of them. Every single one of them, right? Yeah, I would imagine. I would think so. Yeah. So, yeah, their schedules. It's Vandy. <laughs> were those the two, Vandy and Duke? Were those the two? You uh, yeah, Duke, Duke and Georgia Tech. Those, were, those were the two that I've played. That I played so far. Okay, Duke and Georgia Tech. Then you've played those under. Um, all right, and so you, and also there was one other sport we wanted to mention too, right? I think the National League Rookie of the Year yes. vote uh, pricing is like we talked about uh, the the Otani and Dylan C's pricing in the previous segment there, like. I don't understand why Str- – I mean, you could make a case, obviously, for both Strider and Harris. It's just going to be depending on what you prefer in, in, in the way you vote. But Michael Harris has a higher slugging percentage in OPS than Matt Olson. The way he plays defense is fantastic. And, and you get 508 sluggo, 838 OPS. And I don't his, – his defense that he adds, when he came into the lineup, youngest player in, in – in the major leagues, they needed him at the time, and he's performed probably better than they ever could have imagined. I just think this might be a thing, too, with voters and the way they vote and position players being able to do more than than, than pitchers. Again, this is nothing that I can prove. This, this is nothing either as well that may or may not happen, but do you maybe get a sense that the Braves might skip Strider through maybe once or twice could happen. in the rotation down the stretch, knowing the rightfully so – that they're better off saving him for the postseason, for the playoffs, when they're going to need him more as opposed to, as opposed to now um, because he's never pitched, what, more than 140 innings, I think it is, in a year. So, again, those are the things I'm just throwing out there. But I was surprised to see, I think, what Strider, like minus 145 and Harris still around plus 165. So I've got a lot of I – got, I got Harris as good as 18 to 1, and I know a lot of people have better numbers, but – it's just something I'm pretty kind of interested in as well. Coin flip at uh, at DraftKings now between those two guys. That's good. You have like eighteen to I one. Eighteen to one. Very nice. Very nice indeed. Have you met my friend Jeff Parlay? By the I way? have. I'm mad at him. He didn't come by Connecticut last week and say hi when he was in the state. <laughs> it's a big state, man. We could have talked about the Jets. Let's go get a burrito or something right now. Let's do that. Rise and shine, people. Lombardi Line is next. Enjoy from Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at Viking.com.